4: VSN, the sports
5: betting network. Baseball betting pentathlon right here at VSN. Every show and analyst will be making five baseball bets throughout the week to determine who's the best. Today we have to make a run line bet. Ooh, ton of choices. Follow us at VSN Live for daily updates. Who's leading? We'll announce it Friday morning, 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 Pacific. Right here, follow the money. Two and yesterday for this group. Two and Uh We had the rain out with Seattle, so we had to we added Houston. We had we could. To, I thought we were going to get the Brewer game postponed too. So did
6: I. Well, and then they went through five, so it was going to be official, right? They led after five, and I'm like, okay, just call the game right now. We're going to be good, and they played it out. Um, so the official standings as of right now, odds on three and 0 so far with them all. I think Mike's on vacation all week. I'm a little bit out of the loop. I got to be honest. Like, I don't think Mike Palm's on the show tomorrow. I think he's on vacation all week. But odds on is three and Great start by Amal Shaw. Uh, a numbers game. The show that follows us here. They're two and one with a profit of one thirty nine. That's uh, Gill and See on that, I I don't know. I think it's sure. I think Gill's making the picks here. I'll tell you this. This uh, one of Gill's picks last night. Great. He found the Cardinals were plus one forty nine at stations in town that is a, a great observation and a great job finding that number because I I didn't I stopped looking at that game. I noticed the game was you know going to the moon of the Dodgers and as you've said now for a long time it's a House of horrors for the Dodgers that,
5: there. that is a, a, uh, a public book. It's a local book yep and you can get a juicy return on dogs there and and this is a, a lot of Dodger fans here. I mean the Dodgers always take money here. It's crazy. I would say so. this.
6: It's it's one of the great examples of how you need to have many many outs. It's a great book if you like to play dogs. Yep. Because they yep. take basically tons of public money and it's you know going to be catered that way. And so finding plus 149 is a great number and they got the win. That now that was a that was a weird game. Big lead for the Cardinals. Here come the Dodgers. They had the bases. Did you see this? Bases loaded, nobody out. Bases loaded, nobody out. They brought in. Um, What's his name? Punky or something? He's got a weird name.
5: Punky? Punk? No.
6: Anyway, he got him. He went got one, two, three when he came out. Yeah. So we're two and one after yesterday. And uh, according to the rules, again, we did have, we talked about this. The the plays are not official until the games actually start. So we're on very early. We talked about taking Seattle. It was rained out. So hence, that would be a refund. And we were able to come in with one of the late games and we took Houston. So we were two and oh yesterday. Now, um, it, you know. With the record tied with a numbers game, but officially with the profit, we're back of them and uh, odds on. Greg Peterson's two and one. We're on top of him right now with the profit betting across America's two and one. The look ahead, same thing, and then uh, every other show or host one and two so far on the network. And today again, Paul, like you said, we have to have a run line bet.
5: Well, I like Blackburn on the road, but they just scored 14 runs. You know how that goes. Yeah. They'll get to score one run tonight. Can, can I... Let me break this down for you.
6: Pecky Norton. There it is. Pa, yeah. I was, I was close. Pesky? I was close, Bunky. yeah. Uh, so Blackburn is... The, the A's are 7-3 and three on the road when he starts. Okay. And it started like 6-0, and oh, by the way. So it's like 1-3 in the uh-huh. last four. Yeah. Paul Blackburn is 10-5 and five on the road in the first five.
5: Yep. Had him against the Yankees.
6: Gave it out on air. That is right. Plus 230. Yep. Yep. Uh, John Gray... Mm -hmm. At home is 4 0, first five, though. Yeah. So in John Gray. Blackburn's good, bullpen's awful. Yep. Hence the first five. Yep. You can. How about this? Because it it is technically a run line bet, it's a reverse run line, so to speak. Would you want to get involved on the A's minus one plus 220 today? Oh. So if they win a one run game, take the push, we kind of fall behind it then a little bit at that point, but then we got to get creative with the prop tomorrow. I know. There's a lot of
5: options. Marlins with Lopez against Brubaker plus 125. You could go McClanahan plus 140.
6: Yeah, but they I'm did. I'm really I'm really afraid about their run the support. Game, yeah, well, yeah.
5: How did the Red Sox? That was high school. What was that? I don't. How know. do you lose like that? Pee wee baseball. After sale was really good. Uh, you could. How about your boy Otani? Plus 165. You're a guy. Going against Javier. Uh, I would rather take the Astros you know, in the reverse run line. You would, okay. Uh, to me, it's a stay yeah. away game. Okay. So I'm, I would say I, Savali's been good the last couple starts. He's got horrible numbers, but that's, I just, I can't go to war with the White Sox. But I would say, I would say, A's, you're ruling out McClanahan, okay? I'm not ruling him out, I'm saying um, this, it, you know. How about, how? what do you think of the Marlins then? Should they touch up Baker? Are they trying to avoid the sweep too?
6: Yeah, It's one? been a bad. It's been a really yes, bad series yes. for the Marlins. Right. Um, I I will give you this to tell you the difference in prices that you can find, and how books really don't give you much value on teams that are really good on the run line. And the example I'll bring up here uh, would be the Marlins, and it looks like the Dodgers game is off the board currently. Unless I'm blind at Bet Rivers, I'm not seeing it. But they have Dodgers,
5: them, no Dodgers a dollar
6: forty-five. I, I don't see it at Bet Rivers. No. Though, oh, okay. right now, currently it's not on. Um, Marlins for the game, they're minus one seventy-seven, but on the run line, they're plus one twenty-five. Okay, so that's more than a dollar difference. Yeah. Okay, you look at the Dodgers game here today. Gonsolin is minus one forty-six for the game. He's plus one ten on the run line. Yeah. Like you are getting no value whatsoever on the Dodgers on the run line. Books know this. They they kill teams. They win a lot of the games by more than one run. So it's like, okay, well we'll give yeah. you a dollar on the Marlins. We'll give you a fifty cents on the Dodgers. <clears throat>
5: Let me give you two more. Wheeler, you get a huge return on Wheeler on the run line going against tripling uh, and the, by they have guys out though. And the other, the Giants, you could take Gallon reverse run line in Arizona. Giants are throwing a guy. I don't know. Who, I don't know who the hell the guy is. And it was just uh, mm. they didn't they didn't know till la- they didn't even know last night where they were throwing. So. It's well, hind- that, that's another fit where it's like uh, you scored too many runs. Save some of those for tomorrow. Yeah. I think it was 12 0 last night.
6: It, it, it's hindsight, but any alternate run line would have been good last night in that Giants game. I mean, because yeah. we actually kicked that around for our favorite play yesterday at 225 on Webb, but it was Webb against Keichel. And they won thirteen yeah. nothing. I'll give you this on Wheeler. He is nine and four. Well, the Phillies, since April twenty eighth, the team is nine and four on the run line in his starts. So they, when when they win the game, they're winning by more than one run because they lost a couple of his starts. Uh, would you look at, you want to get nuts and go with Charlie Morton today at home against Bassett? Uh, no. Neither do I. Nuts are the great off a loss. And I, the reason why, again, is because betting home teams on the run line stinks. You might not get the ninth inning to bat. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Can't do it.
6: Uh, recent scores with yeah. Scooble on the mound for the Tigers. 6 0 loss, 7 0 loss, 6 2 loss, 4 3 loss, 7 4 loss, and a 7 5 win against Giolito. They take on Singer today in Kansas City.
5: You met you put in here Brewbaker on the road. I mean, it's yeah. uh, it's been rough. 9 0, 5 2, 9 2, 7
6: 0. Okay, 3 1, yeah. 3 1. Yep. And Lopez at home. Some of his scores recently, 7-1, 5 But get this, a 5-4 loss to Gallon, a 2-1 loss to Burns, and a 5-4 loss. Actually, you know what? That was a 5-4 win against Webb. So the last three starts at home have been Webb, Burns, and Gallon, and today it's Brubaker. That's a huge difference. But again, I'm a little bit afraid about these the Marlins bats right now. The offense scares me a tad.
5: Well, it's hard. You can only go with one, and then you're killing yourself if uh... – that, you know everything else you're thinking about wins and the one you give out loses like what happened Monday. Sure. Uh, with the total, so. You want to get nuts and go Padres? Uh, well, well, you like Cool though. Cool, cool's numbers at home. Yeah. Again,
6: think about this. At Coors he's got an ERA of 3.27 on the road. It's a 4.7 ERA,
5: yeah. but it is Musgrove going today. Uh, I don't like the price though either. It's only a, it's a yeah. dollar ten on the run line. Did you see that? No way. Come on, gotta go for the plus price. What are your
6: favorite bets then? We have well we we do have more oh, right. than two hours to figure this out because yeah. Lopez, McClanahan,
5: uh Blackburn. Those would be the three.
6: Well, you wanna have that, that discussion about Wheeler again,
5: yeah. maybe? Uh where yeah was Stripling.
6: No, I think it's a clear edge for a wheeler. The thing I'd be concerned about is missing a couple of guys, including Real Muto up yes.
5: there. I don't. So this is gonna be a hard one. Good discussion on MLB Network last night. Very good. If they make a deep postseason run, are you guys going to revisit their thought process on this? I mean, what, no. what a home field advantage that could be. No kidding. What is like, all right, we'll see you. Can't show. We're not playing. Because we're seeing. I mean, seeing imagine.
6: This, don't oh. we see this now basically with every single series? Hey, new team going up there for the first time. Uh-huh. Yep, they're going to be missing four or five guys. Uh-huh. Okay. Wild. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, BetRivers has you covered. BetRivers has launched a series of casts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are casts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcast. Uh, we are getting, by the way, um, inundated, and I thought we would, with emails today yep. about what people want to fix in the NFL. I promise we're going to get to your reaction coming up. Uh, a little bit later on in the program. Because, again, it is King, but it's not perfect. So if you could make the league a little bit better, what would you do based on Peter King's recent column in NBC Sports? And up next, top five and bottom five ROI teams in Major League Baseball. Best teams to the over and the under. Two teams are still hitting above 60% in this category. We will run it down for you coming up next year on Follow the Money.
9: the money that's what I always say you always follow
7: yeah, the money yeah.
10: this is follow the money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on V
5: Scott Steen, Steenroller, one of the lead cappers at Winners and Winers, is in God mode right now. Get his best bet for just $10. He's an S R80 at checkout. Pick will be released at uh, 9 Pacific, noon Eastern. He's on a 14-2 and one run. That's called God Mode. The 17 best bets. And uh normally forty nine ninety nine, but if you use the code VCN ninety at checkout, you get it for ten dollars and they have the win guarantee. No one should have to pay for losing picks. Here he comes, Jeff Seely at Cutmaker Jeff on Twitter at Cutmaker Pod as well. CutmakerPod.com for all the latest plays. Join Telegram to get the round by round plays and matchup as well in the live betting. He'll try to give away uh, you can win a thousand dollars too. Uh we'll tell you how coming up and he joins us to go over this and a lot to uh to go over as well. How you doing, sir?
4: Amazing fellas. Me a fun week. Uh the, the final major is here and uh they stuck it to Phil this week.
5: Oh boy did they ever. He's going at eleven thirty Pacific. He's teeing off tonight uh as well to stick it to him. Uh let me start with your guy. You made a ton of money off this guy, but it's been a, a rough run lately and it'll probably get heckled. Uh, Kepka has finished top ten in this tournament four of the last five. You can find him plus two eighty to finish top twenty. Thoughts on Kepka?
4: I just his. I obviously nobody loves Kepka more than I do. His form just is isn't there right now, right? I mean, the whole live thing has, go, has gone down. Apparently, he went over um, and has been been practicing. You know, at St. Andrews here a little bit, but again, a lot of guys have. I, you know, Pete Kepka, I, I think he can is as good or better than anybody in the world, but um, he's he's not Pete Kepka right now. I'm I, this is yeah. probably the first time. But I can remember in a major, I'm, I'm not betting on Kafka.
6: Well, okay, let me ask you this then. What would you need? Like, what number would, if it popped across your screen today, you're like, oh, my God, I, I have to bet him at that price. What would it be?
4: Uh, I mean, do you mean to win or for top one? Yeah, to, you
6: know, to win, yeah, outrights.
4: Oh, uh, 80? Wow.
6: Yeah, he's right. It's been I mean, bad form. <laughs> imagine saying that three years ago. Yeah, I know.
4: Well, I mean, I mean, we're going to talk about some bombs later, and the two of those guys are the same thing.
5: Okay, okay, right, good. Okay, tell us about the course, please.
4: Yeah, guys. So we're playing the old course at St. Andrews, built in 1895. Um, there's obviously probably may- maybe the most iconic course in golf, but it really has come down to the point now where it's just effectively a wedge fest. Um, the only real defense this course has is, is the wind, and so um, it was it was interesting. I was talking with. A friend of mine, Matthias Gromberg, last night, Matthias has played St. Andrews over a hundred times, including in the 1995 Open Championship here. And then Matthias actually played Tiger Woods in a head-to-head match here, Sweden versus U.S. Um, in, in 1998. He lost by seven shots. But um, I asked him the first thing that came to mind when he thinks of St. Andrews, and without hesitation, he said, putting. He said, the greens are not like any sort of traditional PGA greens where you hit a line and they run true. There's all kinds of different mixtures of grass in these greens. They're going to be bumpy and slow, and they can be super frustrating if you don't have experience putting on them. He talked about how, you know, you got a 10-footer in the PGA. You line it up, it goes, you, you can make it. He said there's a lot of 10-footers that are just bumpy and offline, and you're going to miss them. So um, it'll be – I, I really think, course, history is going to be a factor here. and certainly having success in Europe.
5: Okay. okay. Uh, how about stud of the week here? Uh, you, you and Mitch are on the same page. You but Take it away.
4: Yeah, again, I can't believe I'm saying this, but my favorite play under 20 to one is Jordan Spieth. Um, He's 18 to one. I found him at MGM, checks a ton of boxes, plays well in the Open Championship, finished second place in four of his last Opens. Um, His wedges have been good the last 36 rounds, and he scrambles as well as anyone. So I'm not to tell you what Jordan can do if his putter gets going, plays well overseas, I like Jordan Spieth a lot. Uh, he's probably my favorite guy under 20-1. to one.
6: Okay, I don't have him in the outrights yet, but I did add him yesterday at plus 380 to finish top 10.
5: That is something. What a price. So I
6: thought that was by far the best number anywhere.
4: Uh, no, there's no question. I, I I loved it. And did you say he's still plus 280 or something there in Circa?
6: Plus 280 right here where we're sitting, yeah. That's
4: still
6: a good price. Yeah, he's at $2, I think, at other spots. Mm-hmm. So Okay, let's yep. go mid-tier then. Let's go down a little bit below that from Jordan Spieth. Who do you like?
4: Yeah, guys, um, my, probably my favorite play this week is Cam Smith, 25 to one. Um, we know he can go crazy low. He's seen him go crazy low at times. But um, when there's tough conditions like there were at the players, he can perform there as well. So my only criticism of Cam would be that he hasn't played great in the Open in years past. But that said, his form this year speaks for itself. He's played in 18 tournaments the past 11 months. He has two wins, three more top fives, two more top tens, and four more top 20s. So he's finished top 20 or better in 11 of his last 20 tournaments and and, and top five in five of them. So Cam Smith is a guy I, I really like this week. Um, I'm, I'm cheering for the mullet. Um, my favorite of the live tour guys, which is always going to be a, a topic of conversation is easily Louis He's no shock. He's 45 to one. Uh, while Kepka's played, played well in the open, you mentioned Louie's course history just speaks for itself. He, he won here in 2010, lost in a playoff here in 2015. So He finished eighth in the European BMW in late June, took 10th in the first live event and fifth in the most recent one. So his form's decent. You give me someone with solid form and elite course history at a course where experience is going to be critical at 45 to one. I I like Louis Eustace. And then my my third mid tier guy is Tony Finau, not known for his elite putting, but he's a very good lag putter and his scrambling has been really good lately. Uh, His approach game has been elite in four of his last five tournaments that I mentioned. It's, Likely going to be a wedge fest, so that's important. And Tony's history at the Open: fifteenth, third, 9th, twenty seventh, and eighteenth. Not bad at all. He got the monkey up his back, winning at Northern Trust last August. Has three top fives in his last seven events coming in. Form is really good. Fifty to one is an amazing price of Tony C now to track that. I think will suit him pretty well.
5: Okay, follow the money, Paulie and Mitch Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Jeff Seely, our guest at Cutmaker. Jeff on Twitter and the Cutmaker Podcast. Cutmaker Pod. .com. Let's get to the bombs. Take it away.
4: Yeah, Patrick Reed is 100 to 1. We were talking about Kepka two years ago. Can you imagine a world where two years ago we'd be sitting here and Patrick Reed and Webb Simpson would be 100 to 1 and 130 to 1? Mm. I mean, it's, it's insane. I mean, Reed's finished, I mean, he has open finishes of 10th, 28th, 12th, and 20th. He has a top 10 finish already this year on tour. In 2021, just last year, he had a win on tour and five more top 10. This is a guy who's a major champion, guys, and for whatever reason, there are a lot of guys who've had success at Augusta that have translated to St. Andrews. So I think that's been really interesting. And one one thing I, I noted when looking at matchups, you know, if I were to say Billy Horschel is 100 to one, who he, which interestingly he is. Billy Horschel has been on a great run the PGA Tour. Reed's favorite over Billy Horschel. I mean, Patrick Reed has finished third at the most recent live event. His form somewhat decent. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what I really like a lot is Reed is plus one ten to finish top forty. Positive, you know, you're getting Ooh. positive money on uh, Patrick Reed top forty. I love that. I think he's worth a look in top twenty markets. And then Webb's the guy, you know, wedge fest. Webb Simpson. I mean, you, I love it. He's plus three fifty top twenty, plus one thirty top forty. You know, Webb can putt. Yes, his form has been up and down, but. He finished 35th at the Masters this year. Just finished 20th at the PGA Championship, and his last three Opens, he finished 19th, 30th, and 12th. But he hasn't missed a cut in the Open since 2014. So, Webb Simpson 130 to one, Reed 100 to one. But I like those guys a lot in those top 40, top 20 markets.
5: Now, what are you doing with Ernie Els? Take this. Tell people what what you heard about Ernie Els.
4: So, so Matias, so I was, I did our cut maker pod last night, which will be posted here later this afternoon. And Matias was was saying that he doesn't think there's anybody on earth who's played St Andrews more times than Ernie Els, and he absolutely loved Ernie Els to make the cut. We, I mean, obviously Ernie Els is a legend, been playing well in the Champions Tour, but again, that's the Champions Tour. But again, this is the course. The course history matters, and if 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 you make the cut, your odds of top a top 40 finish aren't bad at all, and Ernie Els. Is- Three to one to finish top forty. I mean, if if, if that's let's just assume that's true, and Ernie Els has played the the St. Andrews as much or more than anyone. A guy who's you know what is he a top ten golfer of all time? Um, I'm, I'm interested in Ernie Els at, uh, at three to one top forty.
6: Well, don't forget the year that uh, Tom Watson put it together here and nearly won the damn thing. What was that? Should uh, have probably, Should. probably 10, 12 years ago or whatever. Yeah.
4: Absolutely. I mean, it's not like, it's like we're talking about some scrub here, right? I mean, this yeah. is this is 30 L's and it's, I mean, top 40, it's, that's not crazy. You see this, you see this stuff all the time with some of these older guys. Look at Bernard Langer. Remember, I remember when Bernard Langer a few years ago beat Bryson DeChambeau in a matchup at Augusta. <laughs> I mean, anything can happen.
5: Yeah. Give us your favorite matchup
4: we we got to go on the stage Phil train, right? I mean, and, and we all know Tiger loves this course. The, the narrative, everybody's been talking about it. Was it, may this be Tiger's final tournament, et cetera? But I mean, I, I laid $2 on Tiger over Phil and I'm, and I'm happy to do it. Um, Phil is just dust. He's complete dust right now. While we haven't seen much Tiger lately, obviously, um, I'm sure he's been over there playing plenty. Tiger certainly knows the course well. Not that Phil doesn't, but Phil is just dust. Um, I'm in on Tiger in this matchup.
6: Okay. Did you bet Tiger to make the uh, cut?
4: Oh yeah, I, I, I bet. I did better than make the cut. I think he will make the cut.
6: Okay. Yeah, that because that flipped a good what forty cents yeah. here. I think yeah. they were offering yeah. in Las Vegas. I think plus one twenty as of last week, and then it got as high as I think minus one thirty-five. So yeah, big big flip there, and I think it came back to the pack a little bit. But uh, hey, listen, uh, hang out for one more segment if you can, because we have a lot yeah. more to go over. Uh, we want to get your top nationality plays for the tournament. Um, I also want to, this is an unbelievable history here of the hole-in-one at St. Andrews. We will run this down for Indy Jeff coming up next and uh, give you the price on that. Because, Paulie, you love betting the no every single like major. Yeah. I got involved last time it was a loser. I might have to get involved again this week. Mm-hmm. And then we asked you about Tiger. Well, I want to tie that into who he's playing with starting today or tonight in round one because I bet, Max Homo last week at 100-1 to win this thing. And now I'm a little afraid. And I'll tell you the reason why. Um, I think there might be something to this. Maybe the intimidation factor? Maybe a little bit scared? Um, I will explain that, and if uh, there's anything to that whatsoever, I'll throw that at any Jeff. Maybe he'll say I'm an idiot for thinking so. But uh, that's all coming up here and Follow the Money. It's Visa and the Sports Betting Network.
7: Great moments in history have begun the question. To be or not to be—that is the question. What came first, the chicken or the egg? Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? And what kind of hair product does Mitch Moss use? But follow the money wants to know. Do you concur? Concur? With once, what, sir? Do you concur?
5: Gotta love it. There you go. Great open. Let's start the insanity, and we uh, encourage everyone to participate, and tweet or email ftm@beason.com. Mitch, the most infuriating thing—it's not guy who won't put his blinker on. But the most infuriating thing as a driver is the person who goes slow in the left lane and then refuses to move over. Do I concur? Do you concur with that? Yes. Thank you. That's really bad. It ranks right up there. Uh, There are so many
6: problems that I have with drivers that it's um, tough to rank them in order, I guess. The, man... People blowing stop signs really has taken the cake for me lately, and I'm not talking at like really? the rolling oh. stop sign. I'm talking about Interesting. For, like no regard for human life and
5: blowing these bad boys at 15, 20 miles an hour. Because mm, I, I think you get a five second grace period. You get five seconds when the light turns green. Once it turns green, you get five seconds, and then I give you the horn. Yeah. Uh, and like, okay. Also, is courtesy, like, come on, let's go. I got things to do. Yeah. Or also, pay attention. You might be on your phone. That's a good point. People running red lights and people running stop, stop signs. signs all the time. Some sure. people don't even see them, not, be, not yep. paying attention or just being
6: idiots. And that's we got a lot of feedback on that. That's why people wait okay. nowadays instead of going. But I okay. would say I think at red lights, I think a majority of those people are on their phones. Yeah. And they
5: deserve we're the are not paying attention. Yeah, yeah but, but the
6: them. left lane. It happened to me yesterday in the middle you gotta lane. you got to get over. In the middle lane. What you, it's do like, you
5: know what the rules of the road are?
6: So I got people. I'm stuck behind this guy in the middle lane. People are whizzing by in the left and the right lane. I finally get by him. There's not a car within 100 yards of him. Like, why are you going 32 miles an hour?
4: Yep.
5: I can't
6: got stand you. that. I yeah. got
5: you. Yeah, Hot yeah. topic here. I know we were out there when we went to Foxwoods. I saw Bill Krakenberger was at Sally's in New Haven. We just did Portillo's and. uh we also did uh, John's again when we were at Foxwoods. When we went to New York, we did the pizza run. Do you, Chicago pizza or deep dish is overrated. Do you concur?
6: Okay, well, I, I know we're on marquee, so we have a big audience watching in Chicago right now. I need the full explanation on true Chicago style pizza because I don't think it is what people have in their minds. I don't think it's that deep dish pizza where you have one piece and you move on, right? You have one slice and that's it because it's so filling. Yeah. I think it's actually like the traditional, if I'm wrong and this, please correct me, isn't it like the, the cracker, the pepper cracker or whatever thin, isn't that like the true Chicago pizza? I think that's true Chicago. I think deep dish, people have it wrong, but yeah, I don't like deep dish pizza. I can't remember the last time I had a piece of it.
5: Yeah. It's, I ordered it the other day. What'd you think? Yeah. It, it, it was no. good. It was okay, but it's, it's okay. Like, yeah. yeah. No, you
6: give okay. me the other stuff any day of the week. Uh-huh. I would take the thin over there.
5: Oh, so would I. Yeah. Yes. All I like it like Sicilian too, but it's, uh, yeah, in terms of other type, yeah. No.
6: Yeah. It could because a lot of that is like it's a big piece of lasagna, basically. And then you, I want to yeah, be able, that, yes, I want to be is. able to have three or four uh, pieces of pizza minimum. I don't yeah. want to have one and be done. Good call. That's it. All right. Uh, it is okay not to have an opinion on everything. Do you concur?
5: Yes, I think we all know a relative or a friend who has to chime in with his two cents on everything, and sometimes it's like shut the hell up. You have no, you you, you're, you have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, I had an uncle like that. He, would, he came out here once, and keep in mind, I've been living here for 10 years, Since he was asked, I was asked, and he chimed in, about how long is it tip-to-tip tip with the strip. And he made a comment, eh, about a mile. Did like, he you, come over the top you, you, before you didn't answer? In, yeah, you live yeah. in Alaska. Yeah. You have yeah. no idea. Sure. You have no frame of reference here. Isn't keep your funny? mouth shut. Yep. But it's like, absolutely, it's, it's just sit back. You can sit this one out from time to time and not chime in and say, you know what, I pass, or I don't know enough about that subject. To speak intelligent I, I know people who could be in a room with Bill Gates <laughs> Billy Walters
6: That's... or Dr fauci and they would have
5: no listen to me first how much do you think it's to also I've been successful in something that I've done and probably it means I have it means I means I'm the authority on everything okay when you are the authority goes. on absolutely nothing yep okay very good I would yes
6: okay uh, Tiger Woods no this is going back but Tiger, at even money to win a tournament during his prime, is one of the most impressive displays of dominance in our lifetime. Do you concur?
5: Ooh. Going against some slobs, though, too. Yeah, the field was not what it is uh, today. I'd have to think about it. Yeah, I'd have to think. I'm sure I can come up with something better. It's probably like the I don't Warriors have an m- opinion on this one. Okay,
6: good. Good. I like it. Good answer. It's it's something like the Warriors at minus one eighty five to win okay. the NBA title before the season even starts. Yes, you know that's up there.
5: It has to be. Yeah. Now I, your point is well taken. It's it, impressive, but it, you know, yeah, it is crazy to think about though. The, the, the a yes no on one golfer was on
6: before
0: Thursday.
5: Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's even money. Got that.
6: The pitcher you want on the mound for a Game Seven in twenty twenty two is
5: Max Scherzer. You concur. I, I could go num, number one with a bullet. I, I think all things consider mix it up. I could, you know, no, he's had a couple tough moments. Oh, that's fine. I mean, there's other guys I could go with. Okay. Right. No, no, I don't concur.
6: Okay. No, who, can't do it. Who, name, Give me a guy. You want McClanahan? You want Sandy?
5: Oh, Sandy go McClanahan. I, go, I don't have a problem throwing DeGrom out there. Uh, There's a, there's a ton of guys to do that. I don't know. I'll go with Dustin here on this one. Do you concur? The biggest scam going. These fortune tellers and psychics. Biggest waste of money and scam. Well, are they still going? Oh, absolutely. Oh, they are? I'm going to tell you a story about it after you answer.
6: Well, yeah, I would never waste, I would never consider right. ever you going to one do of them. you would never do that,
5: right? No, of course not. It's all vague, uh, you know, ambiguous yeah. oh, comments. Oh, that card just came like, up. All right, Let me I- see I'm your seeing
0: this. i eh, yeah.
5: When I leave I put this hip hop station on and every Thursday and weekend they give her the full in the morning show. They give her like the full time and she's asking for gratuities and they take calls and she gets like her own hour on the weekends. I just immediately shut it off. I go, How can you allow this to happen? What does she pay? I mean what you know there this was... is the biggest scam going about oh, I see your future and they oh get away from this person or get always oh, it's, it's gonna be a bright year for you. I mean it yeah. I Okay, you you know that
6: one of the hottest like casinos in the entire city of Las Vegas years ago had one of those spots, like in prime in prime real estate well, at the casino. Well, can see with
5: the, yeah, with the cards and all that. You stuff. know
6: what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Although I do believe in mediums. You ever seen the show with Tyler Henry? No. Oh, it's real. I I tr- truly believe in that, and I'll give you a reason why. My wife lost her sister when her sister was 14 years old. Okay. They could never figure out what the hell happened going to school one day the alarm was going off the dad comes in Erica time to wake up uh, wake up really comes back in Erica I'm not joking time to wake up passed away in her sleep 14 years
5: old. oh my god
6: my wife was getting her hair done here in Las Vegas five years ago she's sitting there reading a magazine and randomly one of the workers at the bar at the stylist whatever right. comes over Come and on. says I- I'm sorry I'm sorry to bother you but I have to say this you are you are radiating right now tons of energy and I'm having Somebody tell me that they want to talk to you. And she, my wife, had never met this person, had no idea who she was, and she nailed like eight things about her sister. And my wife is still spooked to this day. Get out of here. I swear to God it happened. She came home. She goes, you need to sit down. I need to tell you the story right now. And I was like, I I don't know what to say. Wow! All right. Blown away. So I do believe in that. But the other stuff, not so much. Go Go ahead. Um... FIFA electing to begin the World Cup in late November due to the
5: location is an all-time sports blunder. Has to be. They would dominate right now. After what's going on in the NBA, what's going to happen with Durant? Uh-huh. What's going with? They would own this right now. But a good baseball season. But still, the corruption and what they didn't allow this to happen. And number one, hey. Hey! Oh, you're coming to work on these stadiums? Take give us your passport. You can't leave. More people died working on the 9/11, and the fact yep. that you get, it's going to get lost in November. People will watch USA England. All to, I totally agree. Yep. Totally concur. Absolutely. You you dominate. Concur. This time of year, every four years. Big, Big Huge. time miss.
6: Big time win. Uh, last one here. If you could lock yourself at an age, and stay there
5: for the rest of your life, early to mid 30s would be the best. You concur? Hmm. No. I would go, uh, I'd say, late 20s. Late. late 20s? I'm trying to think of it from the female perspective, too, and I could hit almost every every age group being in that age group myself. You could do that. You could go up like Zach Wilson. You could go down, and it's socially acceptable. It's still there for it's the still, early 30s. Eh, okay. I, I, all right. I, I, I feel good. Uh, I, I'd say give, but me, give, but me, give me 27, 27 to 30, I guess. I'd say. Okay.
6: I would say not too young? No. Nah. Like you haven't lived enough yet? You haven't walked the earth enough? Not enough experience, not enough money. Potentially, start to make money a little bit more when you get older.
5: It's a tough call.
6: I don't. What what do you think? Thirty-five, this this forty business is for the birds. Yes, it is. Ah, this sucks. Yeah, I, I, I want I want to lock in like 31, oh, so 32, 33, something like yeah. that. Yeah, and be
5: there for like forty years, and then go whatever. That's good, good life. Damn it, it happened again. Like, I, why did I walk into this room? I can't. Remember. Oh god, I mean, it's, it's so real You it's know what? So you know what? I do all the time now too. I'll go to like Yahoo or Google to search something. I forget why I went there. What I was going to oh. search? Yeah. I mean, just just I, had the, I just had the thought ten seconds ago. Get in line. It Get. happens eight times a day. Get in line. I pulled Get. up this website for what reason? Okay. I good can't beli- I do that every freaking day. Why did I? What was I looking for? What was I going to search? <laughs> and then I lose it. And then I get mad and I want to break something. It's like, what did I? Yeah. Good reaction today. Strong reaction
6: on uh, ways to make the NFL better. And uh, we'll get to that coming up next year. And follow the money. It's Visa and the Sports Betting Network.
10: Money. That's what
7: I always say. you Always follow yeah, the money. Yeah,
10: yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN.
5: DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of MLB, and this week new customers can bet $5 on any MLB market and get $150 no matter what. Use the code VSIN. When you sign up, if you or someone you know is a gambling problem, call one 800 gambler or 877-8 Hope NY. Must be 21. DraftKings.com for full details. Mayfield traded last week to the Panthers. He met with the media yesterday. Uh, good, good discussion here. Uh, number one, they it, it was asked about how much was he limited last year because of the injury. How's he feel now?
9: I'm not one for excuses because I was too stubborn to come out anyway. Um, it, my throwing motion was extremely violent, so that was probably the most hindering reason why. You know, I've made some some small changes and uh, worked with a great QB coach, Jeff Christensen, that uh, he's, he's helped me get back to a form that I, I haven't thrown the ball this well in a long time and uh, my throwing motion looks a little different and I'm thankful for that. So, but you know, when it comes to the shoulder stuff, heard it so early in the year, last year, I was doing rehab pretty much the whole season. So all the other smaller muscles in my shoulder uh, were able to help me rehab and recover quickly.
5: Okay. Good soundbite. Interesting. Could we go from there? Because it was, he was clearly compromised. I still still think he's a good quarterback, but he was hurt and had all these injuries he was dealing with. Just much like Garoppolo, who took a lot of abuse. But look what the guy's playing through. It also begs the question, why didn't you put Keenum in there? But he almost went, I keep saying this, but it doesn't get enough attention. He almost went to the AFC title game a couple years. Now the guy's garbage? Darnold can't play. Mayfield can play. He's got to win this job. He should win this job. But there's a path here where they could maybe win eight, nine games, because I think the guy can play, and he was just dealing with the other thing, too, about the report about playing the video games, but uh, we need an adult. But he was dealing with a lot of injuries last year, no doubt about it. I cannot believe that there is
6: a discussion nationally about how this is going to be, come down to the wire in training camp. or oh, it shouldn't. And it's totally open, and Darnold could actually beat him out. I, I Have people watched Sam Darnold play yet in the NFL? I mean, there is a major difference, yep. and if you're going to tell me, look at what Mayfield was like last year. Again, what you just said, you have to give the guy a little bit of a break because of the injuries, and he's exactly right. If you go out there and play with a shoulder injury like that and you're there for most of the season, it's only going to make other areas around that shoulder worse the entire time, and it's never going to get better. You're not going to have time to rehab and get better during the season when you got to go out there and practice and play, and it's not going to get fixed. So Darnold is one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL. I would agree.
5: It's, and it's also a steal, what the what the Jets got for him. Yes. Because now, he, he also, I think confidence is very important at this position. He doesn't have a lot of it. No, he does not. I'm seeing ghosts out there who can forget that comment. And oh, May, it's an all-time say what you want one. about Mayfield. He's a confident guy. Now, do you think it should come down to money at all? Because Darnold
6: is going to yep. be making a lot more money. I think yep. that argument is just stupid again. Why should money win out when I think clearly the better quarterback is going to be Baker Mayfield? No.
5: Well, they should. They should. Yeah. They should eat some of that money and trade them. I know this. But they should do if, if they have any takers. Yeah, that's uh, true
6: too. The the key to either quarterback playing this year is going to be the health of Christian McCaffrey, because he's such a big weapon, not only running the football. In fact, I would say actually more as a receiver out of the backfield, mm-hmm. in the way that you can utilize that guy.
5: Yep. Yep. Another one from Mayfield yesterday. Does he anticipate being the starting quarterback?
9: Well, I think when you're at any level uh, as high as this in the NFL, uh, nobody has the, uh, the mentality of being a backup. We're at this level because we compete to be the very best. And um, that's why Sam's here as well. And that's why Matt Corral just got drafted and PJ Walker's competed and fought through a lot of adversity as well. And so, you know, my intention is to become the best quarterback I can be, uh, help this team win. And that's why um, I'm happy to be in, in Carolina is this You know, I feel like the team's very close to being really, really good. We just had to put the pieces together and come together as a team. And um, however that happens, you know, I'm going to do my job. I'm going to, you know, fill whatever role is to be expected of me and be a great leader and a great teammate.
5: Well, he's a polarizing figure, no doubt. But you also, there was a good uh, article on this. You also have to remember where the Browns were at when they took him. And I know Hugh Jackson had a lot to do with it, and they they were a disaster. Oh, yes, they were. But also go back to the long drought that they had. They won a playoff game. Yes, they did. And he was a big reason why. So you also have to look around the rest of the league and say, okay, well, this guy came in, they had success in the bad year, exposed, whatever, and that get out of here. We want an adult, and what they decided to do <laughs> might haunt them for years to come. I'll but, say uh, this. He, he didn't sound like well,
6: the, the old cocky Baker yeah. that people have grown to hate over mm-hmm. the years right there, where he would have said, absolutely, get out of my way, son. I'm going to come here, yeah. and this is going to be my gig. Uh, Panthers
5: still catching one in week one against the Browns. I think they go off the favorites. I think that will move. That again, they go off the favorite, especially if it's Mayfield. I have to say that though. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. But he should be better. Win the job, he should. You're right. And the other one is, I think you'll see. A, uh you'll see the Ravens go off a bigger favorite. Are you seeing five? Is it? I think you could see the Ravens go seven. Looking right when now. When they kick off against the Jets now. to start, is it? Okay, it is six. that's all right, That'll keep going up. I think already on the uptick. That's another one. I'll okay. go on the move too. The uh, uh,
6: Ravens going to be yep. a popular pick in Survivor Week One.
5: Road team. Hmm. 9/11. I don't have. Uh, I'm trying to think of the big home favorites. I don't. I don't. I don't have it memorized, but uh, could be some other ones on there. The other big news yesterday was in the NBA, and I live and breathe. I was expecting this to happen. The Jazz pr- uh, were thinking May- uh, Mitchell was going to demand a trade, but now they've changed their mind and they are listening to offers. The Woj bomb after previously shutting down inquiries on moving Devo- uh, uh, Donovan Mitchell. Rival teams say the Jazz are showing a willingness to listen on trade scenarios. Well, the other thing was they saw what they got for Gobert, and then Ainge had the money comments about last year wasn't fun. Uh, Yeah, we went out in the first round. We got beat to a. We lost to a team we should have beat. We had to pay the tax. We we're we're looking at a rebuild here. So I thought they were under the impression he was going to demand a trade. He should have. But now let's start the insanity. So. They changed their mind. There's nothing wrong with that. But certainly when you get that haul for Gobert, it's like, well, wait a second. Some people think Mitchell's a better player. Maybe we could get something equivalent. And now you're seeing the Miami reports out there. And this is, I like this tweet. If you trade for Durant, you're going to have to give up so many guys, maybe Butler. It's going to really affect your run. Not if you do Mitchell. I'll tell you right now, you go hero Robinson and picks you have a good opportunity to land Mitchell with that. I... I think you do.
6: With Danny Ainge's background and his history, waiting for the perfect moment, he's going to settle it's for stiffen, that.
5: Well, I, that, that's a pretty good offer. What, what else is out there with the in terms of the? the
6: well, uh, Knick, again, the
5: Knicks could do a ton of picks. But keep keep in mind who's going to be pulling the trigger for the Jazz, Uh-huh.
6: right? Yeah, and he he waits for teams to be absolutely desperate. But they also have. To I be, don't think if it's. I don't think de- Paul Hero and Robinson and picks is not desperate enough.
5: They can they, do better that, than that. Well, if it's a lot of you, also have to be realistic and realize the Gobert thing was once in a lifetime. And, and a team just losing their minds for what they did. But if I give you a ton of first-round picks, you don't think Hero... No. Uh, th- how many picks are we talking about? We just been we've, A lot of people have been killing the guy for the last couple months about he's, he's not a, a star. No, a oh, no. Or,
6: I, I, I'm i not absolutely in love with, with Mitchell. I'm trying to put myself in the shoes of um, Danny Ainge. I mean, I think the jury might be out on Tyler Hero as well. He plays not a lick of defense whatsoever. Now, a nice offensive spark for sure. He deserved to win six Man of the Year last well, year. Well, Mitchell
5: doesn't defend either. No, I know. This is an interesting discussion about The Heat the he, the, Robert... he wouldn't even play Duncan
6: Robinson. Yeah. And again, I, I go back and forth on first-round picks in the NBA. Like, what do they really mean? Because if the, if the team's going to be good, that are giving you the first-round picks, okay,
5: you're picking in the what mid-20s in the NBA? It's a total crapshoot. Would you rather have Gabe Vincent? Maybe. I mean, I, I'll tell you, I, I, I would. I don't think I wouldn't have a problem. I think a bunch of picks, Hero and Robinson, could do it. I really do. You also are a person who wants
6: trades to happen like this, though. Yes, I do. You want them done. Be great in, for the league. You want them done in five minutes.
5: Well, I don't. Not five minutes, but it should take what's going on in Brooklyn, what's happening. But I know the Gobert thing has, has thrown a wrench into things here and, yeah. and messed it up. And then people are but,
6: asking the question, oh, why are the Jazz doing this? And I think, I mean, it does come back down to You should take. You have to rebuild and blow it up. Right, who's going to be the number one pick next year in the draft? Yeah. And uh, evidently, there are two kids in the draft next year. People love this Wen Yanni kid, and they should because he looks amazing. But this uh, Scoot Henderson is evidently the real deal as well.
5: Right. Going back to what I said, while they expected him to demand a trade and it would have been easier from a Utah standpoint, they traded his two best friends on the team as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Didn't bring him back or got rid of him. So that was another thing. So it's just the last thing you want to be. And this is why Washington, I don't know what they're doing. And that's not getting enough attention, too. You know what the list is from guys who have a no-trade clause? It's Beal and like eight other guys going back. Jordan, Duncan. I mean, it's it's lunacy. That guy got a no-trade. Um, the worst, the, the last thing you want to be, and the worst thing you can be in the NBA is average, and that's what Utah wants no part of, and that's what Washington is going to be, and the best they can do. I want you to so dig shame a- on Washington, but a good job by Utah. Paulie,
6: dig a little deeper, and uh, go back to the Royce O'Neal trade. The Jazz traded. Now, why would they do that? Why would they do that?
5: Very strange. Very, very, very strange, strange. Right?
6: Yes. Something nobody talked about. And they made that move. Uh-huh. That was a brilliant job by Windhorst yes, when he so did that. It was. It was absolutely fantastic. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I like. I like Hero, but man, I don't. I don't think a lot of teams think that I have him valued that high.
5: How about Barrett and picks? Would you rather have that? Oh, oh. The Knicks have to do it. No, I, I would. The yeah, Knicks now we're do
6: it. now we're talking. Gonna do it. Yeah? But I don't, I don't know if the Knicks will do that.
5: Scott Steen, yeah. one of the lead handicappers at Winners and Winers. Hot right now. You can get his huge best bet for $10. Use VSIN SR80 at checkout. It'll be released at 12 Eastern, 9 Pacific. He's on a 14-2-1 run in his last 17 best bets. Use promo code VSIN SR90 at checkout. It's yours for $10. And the, the bets, best bets are backed with a win guarantee. No one should have to pay for losing picks. Winnersandwinners.com.
6: By the way, some very high-scoring games in the summer league yes. again last night. 105-78, the Suns over the Mavs. Celtics beat the Warriors 103-92. That, I think that number moved from three to six and a half, and the Celtics beat them. Um, the Pacers beat the Pistons 101-87. Hawks 95-88, Grizzlies 120-84. We were told that there was a pro bettor who hit a round robin the other day when totals would go nuts. It paid like $25,000. Win-lose coming up next.
7: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury
4: v the sports betting network.
5: First bet wants you to get in all the horse racing action. Sign up today with promo code Vegas1000. Receive $10 instantly and up to a $1,000 bonus. Visit v slash horses for details. Bonus code Vegas1000. We have the best golf analyst guest at uh, this network, and here's one of them, Wes Reynolds, who's on fire 10 outrights this year alone. One of them was 80 to one. And we're talking British open with Wes right now, as he's kind enough to get up early. Thanks for the time. As always talk about a couple bets that you made and take us through your thought process here.
10: Yeah. Good morning, fellas. Thanks for having me this morning. Uh, uh, Patrick Cantlay was actually a guy that I, you know, kind of went on a hunch this week. You know, every week I do some stat modeling, you know, depending on the event, depending on the course, uh, I look at approach. I look at strokes gained off the tee, uh, three putt avoidance. And Cantlay really didn't appear on a lot of my models this week, but it was kind of just like a gut feeling because the one real chink in his armor this is a guy that's won seven times over the last like four and a half years. Pretty consistent winner, number four in the world golf rankings. But He's never really gotten it done in majors. I think the best major championship finish he had was a third at the PGA back in 2019, and he hasn't been great in the majors yet this year. But I think he showed some signs at the Scottish Open last week. He was fourth. So if you look at his last four starts, third at the Memorial, 14th at the U.S. Open. He was 13th at the Travelers. If you remember, he was with his buddy Shopley in the final pairing Mm -hmm. and had a disastrous Mm -hmm. Sunday final round and plummeted down the board. But, you know, he figured out the slower greens last week because these greens are going to roll like 10, 10 and a half on the stint meter. But the iron play really improved progressively and gradually throughout the week and into the weekend. So I think he could carry it over this week. Uh, Cameron Smith, another guy who's kind of fallen off a little bit from his hot form earlier in the year. If you remember, he won the players. He won the season opener at Kapalua he had his first top 10 last week since a T3 at the Masters and guy's a really good putter guy's really creative around the greens this is kind of like what i was talking about when i was with you guys last time where matt fitzpatrick is kind of like a us open Prototype player saves a lot of pars, doesn't make a lot of mistakes, and grinds it out what you have to at a U.S. Open. But an open link style setup for a guy like Cameron Smith, who can be a little wayward off the tee, but these fairways are really wide and these greens are like 13,000 square feet because a lot of these holes are double greens where they go from hole to hole. So you know, you're going to hit greens, but you got to get them really close on approach. And that's what Cameron Smith does. So I have him at 30. I think he's about 25 in the market. And then I went to a guy I have not bet in a while, who I think has really drifted up in the market and almost been forgotten about a little bit. And I bet Dustin Johnson at 35 to one, who has not won in over a year and a half. I think it was the Saudi Arabia that in early 2021 that he actually won. But If you look at the last start he made at the live event in Portland, he finished T3 and he, you know, he looked like he cared because I think DJ has been kind of in a transition in his life and in his game, been through a lot personally, finally got married over the summer, defected to the live tour and uh, everything that comes with that. It seems like he's getting closer to previous form. And when we talk about live guys, we know that a lot of these guys are well past their prime and well past their expiration Mm -hmm. date in terms of, Winning on the PGA Tour, or even the DP World Tour, for that matter. But I think Dustin Johnson. He's only 38. He still, I think, has at least a couple of moments of what I would call golfing greatness in him. Keep in mind, if you go back to the last time that the Open was at St Andrews, that was back in 2015, which Zach Johnson. Eventually, won. Dustin Johnson was the first and second round leader before he had a bad weekend, and that was okay. you know less than a month after he blew that U.S. Open. If you remember to Jordan Spieth at Chambers Bay when he hit that bullet on 18 to 12 feet and then three-putted, and that gave Jordan Spieth the win. So he's a different caliber player now, and I think he's kind of forgotten about now when you're talking about the real big guns and you're talking about Scheffler and Rory and Rom and and Justin Thomas and all these guys. So 35 to 1, I think, is a solid price.
5: How about Shoffley and could he put together a mini Scheffler run? Does he have it in him?
10: Mitch and I, I think, both have the scars of betting Xander Schopple, though, <laughs> over the years. I know, I know, Matt Humans does as well. And you know, this is the Xander Shopley that I think that we thought that we were going to see a year or two ago. This is the guy. It's like, man, you know, th- why couldn't he have done this when we were betting him at twenty-five to one or twenty-eight to one? Now you're seeing him at fourteen. I think he could put together a run, but you know, the price has just shortened so much it's like you kind of got it. You can't take everybody. You got to take a stand against certain guys. And look, I think Roy McIlroy could win this week. Am I going to bet him at 10 to one? No, not really. You know, if he beats me great moment, I'm a big fan. I'm not going to win any money on him, but yeah, you got to take a stand against some of these guys. And it's very rare that you see a guy win the Scottish the week before and then win the open championship. I think the last guy to do it was Phil and that was uh, over 15 years ago. But uh yeah, I, I I know that he could do this, and he is playing terrific golf. The win at the Travelers, he won the J.P. McManus Pro-Am last week where you had nine of the top ten guys in the world playing in this thing. So he could absolutely put on a run, but I'm not going to bet him at 14.
6: Yeah, I mean, yeah. My, my point was I would not bet Xander in majors at, like, the current price where he was at. <clears throat> and that was 25 or 27 to 1. Would I bet Xander at 30 or 35 to 1 this week? For sure. Am I going to yes. bet him at 14? Not a chance. Um, and you've been on a heater. You've won 10 this year, like Paulie said, and you've been really hot lately. So when you're in a stretch like this, and you've been betting golf for a long time, do you raise the size of your bets uh, when you're this hot? Or do you are you like Flatliner, right? You keep it at the same amount, like pretty much every single time.
10: More of the latter, Mitch. I, I think, uh, you know, because I'm doing this pretty much every week throughout the year, and I know a lot of the people betting this event are people that are only going to bet majors or Mm -hmm. they're only going to bet the Players' Championship or some of the bigger events. But I do this every week, whether it's the Open Championship or whether it's the, you know, Rocket Mortgage Classic or the Sanderson Farms Championship. So I try to keep the unit size basically the same. I'll give an example. If you're betting somebody at 30 to 1, let's say you're putting whatever a full unit is worth to you in your bankroll, then if I go 60 to 1, I'm going to go like half of that. So I try to keep the payout kind of even and, and, you know, you gotta, uh, you know, kind of devote a little bit of resources, not only to the outright, but you also, if you want to get into like top 10 props, because unfortunately we don't have each way betting out here in, in Las yep. Vegas. I know they have it internationally, especially in the UK. I wish we did have it out here where you devote some of your w- uh, wager to the outright but you also devote some of it to however many places that they're offering. So they don't do that here. So that's why I do, you know, part on top five, part on top 10, and then part on outright.
5: Am I on something or am I on to something? McIntyre top 20 and uh, can Fleetwood make a run?
10: You're on to something, I think, in both actually. And Tommy Fleetwood was one of my wagers this week. T4 last week at the Scottish He was fourth in strokes gained off the tee. He's actually shown well on the old course at St. Andrews. Once held the course record, which was 62. It's now 61. But this is a guy, he's coming around. Four top tens over the last two and a half months. Top five at the PGA over at Southern Hills. So I like Fleetwood this week. Fleetwood and Fienau are two of the guys around. They were in the 50-ish to one range. Now they're kind of in the 40s, I think, on market average. But I agree with you also on Robert McIntyre, and I know there's always a lot of pressure on Robert McIntyre because he's a young, talented Scotsman, but this is a guy that is a big hitter off the tee, and I do think distance is going to matter. I don't think it's necessarily going to be bombs away, but these are wide-open fairways here. You just got to avoid hitting them in those pot bunkers.
6: Wes, we talked about this earlier. No real buzz on uh, Will Zelatoris this week for the first time in a long Mm -hmm. time, and we have like 90 seconds left here. What number would you need to bet Rom as well? He's almost 20 to 1 right now.
10: Yeah, I, I would need to get into the 20s. And I, and I often have, for the elite players, only that 20 to 1 threshold. You know, I did it with Justin Thomas last year at the Players' Championship when he got up to 25 to 1. There are certain players out there, the Rorys, the Roms. The Justin Thomases. It used to be Dustin Johnson would kind of fall into this category as well. When they reach that threshold, you just gotta take them just on principle alone on the drift. So Rom, you know, he's been solid this year and he won in Mexico, albeit against a weaker field. But there has just been something a little bit off with him. But you know, if he eventually drifts up somewhere close to 25 to 1, I think you almost have to put something on him.
6: Yeah. And are you surprised about the lack of buzz with uh, Zelatoris?
10: And, and uh, not really, because he's finished second in the last two majors, and I actually considered him this week, and I may get involved in an in play. But I think because this is Lynx golf and because he is a young player and doesn't have a lot of experience in events like this, people are kind of maybe pushing him aside. But remember, a word of caution they did the same thing to colin marikawa last
6: year yep correct uh west does a great job here hosting shows on Vsin and also the long shot program which you can get at vsincom slash long uh slash podcasts it is the highest rated golf betting show in the history of uh, mankind uh west thanks for the time this week and good
10: luck thank you fellas appreciate it be
6: good thank there you. you go i guess we're going to talk it we're going to hash it out here coming up next
10: yes go through it on air
6: the betting contest yep. Can we find common ground today? And I bet that we need to play. We're in third place right now. We need to win this contest. Um, I guess we'll see what we'll come up with. Come up next.
7: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City.